You are listening to A Bigger Life, a podcast by The Crossing on how to live into God's bigger story. Hi, welcome back to A Bigger Life. I want to look today at Psalm 91. Psalm 91 is a psalm that Satan quotes in the Gospels when he is tempting Jesus to throw himself off this pinnacle. And he says the verses in verse 11, for he will command his angels concerning you to guard you in all your ways. On their hands, they will bear you up lest you strike your foot against a stone. And what Satan was trying to do was to get Jesus to take the Psalms literally instead of poetically. And that was the temptation. Of course, Jesus fired back. Yeah, also don't, it says in the scripture, don't put your Lord, your God to the test. And so I think there's an important lesson there. One is, is again, it's interesting when we read these Psalms, we're reading something that had been around for centuries by Jesus's day. And Jesus was well acquainted with the Psalms and apparently so was Satan. That doesn't provide comfort. But what does provide comfort, what is interesting is that they've been around a long time. And even in Jesus's day, not understanding what the Psalms were would be a typical trick uh, of deception, of uh, false teachers, the trick of trying to get people to take literally what is meant to be poetically. And we have to have an important lesson there. When we come to the Psalms, we don't take them literally. Um, We take them poetically. And there's poetic truth. I remember reading a book years ago by the philosopher Mortimer Adler, I think he was the general editor of Encyclopedia Britannica for years, but he wrote a book on sort of religious literature. Uh, he, he actually ended up, ended up becoming a Christian just through his philosophical search for truth. But one of his points was poetic truth. You know, the trees clap their hands um, is the idea that they owe their existence, that their very presence praises God. But that's a poetic truth. The trees don't clap their hands. And so we really want to have this high respect for poetic truth without having to take take it as literal truth. And that's what we're doing when we're praying scripture. We're not trying to dig in necessarily to the literal doctrines, although there's there's a, a time and place for that. But when we come especially to poetry, we're trying to let it do what it does in our imagination, let it do what it does in our emotion through the poetic, through the song. Uh, that's why they're called psalms. They were poetic songs to be sung in worship, but there's there's the, the right brain aspect to it rather than the left brain. And so poetry requires our imagination. And so uh, when I look at these first two verses, and I think we can just camp out right here in these first two verses because they're just full of imaginary imagery to help us to really have a time of meditation on where we are with God. And this is what the whole point is. Let's look at verse 1. He who dwells in the shelter of the Most High will abide in the shadow of the Almighty. Now that's like a huge statement and you could just sort of write over it. It sounds heavy, but you're not quite sure what you just read. But you you know it's supposed to be heavy because it has that uh, that gravitas to it. But if we use our imagination and use the imagery, he who dwells in, what is your imagination tell you when you're dwelling in something, dwelling in the shelter? What comes to your mind when you think of shelter? He who dwells in the shelter of the Most High. 
remember Jesus said, Father, Lord of heaven and earth. The idea of most high is that God is the ruler over all the universe. There's not a speck of dust. There's not an atom, a molecule in this entire universe of billions of galaxies. We can't even begin to comprehend that. I know I repeat this all the time, but I think about it all the time because it, it is always my mental image that appeals to my imagination. It appeals to my emotion. It draws me deeper into this sense of awe of God as creator. And he is most high. He is ruler over all the universe. So he who dwells in the shelter, what comes to your mind, of the Most High, dwelling in the shelter of the God who rules over all the universe, every aspect, every dust, every cell, every virus, every genetic code, every star, every galaxy, every nebula. Think of the pictures you've seen of planets and nebulae and nebula and galaxies, thousands of light years away. I mean, so far away, it's incomprehensible. And there are billions of them. And we only see a fraction of them. And they've been around for millions of years, billions of years, thousands of millions of years, multiple thousands of millions of years. It, it, it just blows the mind. We can't, it just, there, there comes a point where you just, you lose it. And yet, it appeals to our emotion, but it appeals to our imagination. I'm dwelling in the shelter of the God who created everything. He who dwells in the shelter of the Most High will abide in the shadow of the Almighty. Again, it's, you have to kind of stop and think, what, what's the imagery here? I'm, 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 I'm abiding. I'm living in. I'm, I'm prospering in, I'm flourishing in, I'm abiding, I'm remaining in the shadow of the Almighty, the one who controls everything. He, there's nothing more powerful than him. There's no circumstance more powerful than him. Nothing is outside of his control. Remember, Jesus says, even the hairs of your head are numbered and not a sparrow falls to the ground apart from the will of your Father in heaven. Nothing is out of his control. He is the Almighty. He is the Most High. And so I'm dwelling in the shelter of the Most High. I'm abiding in. I'm living in, safely in the shadow, the protective shadow of the Almighty. Verse 2, I will say to Yahweh, I will say to the I Am, I will say to the Lord with all capital L-O-R-D. That's your English translator saying that's the name Yahweh, the I Am. I will say to Yahweh, I will say to the I Am, my refuge and my fortress. What comes to your mind? Use your imagination. My refuge, my fortress. We did this a few episodes ago. This is a common repetition in the Psalms because these are Psalms that are written by a military person who fought many battles and lived in the context of danger, lived in the context of battle, lived in the context of threat and fear all of his life. And these Psalms are written in that context and that becomes a metaphor for our lives, this spiritual warfare that we live, the fight of faith Paul talks about. And so God is my refuge in this fight of faith. God is my refuge in this spiritual warfare all around me. God is my refuge because I am not 
living in the kingdom of God, yet I am in the positional sense, but the kingdom of God is yet to come when Christ fully returns and establishes his kingdom on earth. Heaven comes back to earth. Now I need a refuge. Now I need a fortress. And the I am, the one who is infinite, has always been the essence of existence itself. He is the I am, always in the present tense, always present with me 100%. He is the creator of all that exists, the source of all existence, the giver of all life. The I am is my refuge, my safety. The I am is my refuge for me personal, not just distant, not just the God of the galaxies. He's personal for me. He is my refuge, my fortress, he says, my God, not just God, but my God in whom I trust. He's my fortress. He's my refuge. He's my God in whom I trust. Use your imagination. What does it mean to trust? What's, what are some synonyms of trust? Believe, I believe what he says. He's my God in whom I trust. In him, I believe what he says. Uh, I rely on him. I rest. I can rest in the Most High. I can rest in the Lord of heaven and earth. I can rest in the Lord over the universe. I can rest in the Almighty who controls everything. I can rest. Abide. I can, I can live in a sense of I'm abiding in my God, my refuge, my fortress. What's another synonym, synonym of trust? Obey. I trust him, so I, I, I obey his commands. Follow. I follow him. He's my God in whom I follow, in whom I trust, in whom I believe. I rely. I rest in him. Verse 4 has this phrase, his faithfulness is a shield. What's that mean in your imagination? His trustworthiness, his faithfulness as the Most High is a shield. What's a shield do for you? A shield from what? How is he a shield? Use your imagination. His faithfulness is a shield and buckler. A fortress, it's, it's a synonym of fortress, his faithfulness is a fortress. His faithfulness is a strong wall. I dwell, I abide behind, a shield to me. He's my refuge, he's my fortress, he's my God, he's my shield, he's my walled fortress, his faithfulness. He's my God in whom I trust. All right, now before we pray through this and, and meditate through this as we pray through Scripture, remember Jesus used these psalms in his own prayer life. They were, many of them, a thousand years old by the time Jesus lived. And so these are really, really old prayers. And they've been proven over time to be the, the prayer of God's Spirit in the lives of his people to empower our lives by his Holy Spirit, to do something in our lives that have been that has been used by God for, for thousands of years in the hearts and prayers of God's people and certainly in the in the prayers of Jesus. So think through before we just kind of pray back through these first two verses of Psalm 91. What what are some things right now? I mean, sometimes we just don't think this way, and so we have to purposefully, intentionally ask ourselves, well, is there anything right now that's just sort of 
making my shoulders tense. Are your shoulders tense right now? The back of your neck tense, your head tense, maybe your stomach muscles. Is there something going on in your life that you're not really quite articulating, but you need to remember God is your refuge and your fortress and your God in whom you trust and your shelter and your shadow and your shield and your your wall that you hide behind, that you're safe behind. What's going on in your life right now that you're worried about, that you're anxious about, or tense about, you're, you're not looking forward to it, or it's something that is causing you concern, something that is a conflict in your life, an uncertainty, something you're um, not quite at peace with, Maybe something you're regretting. Think through that as we pray and let me guide you in a time of prayer and try to think through those things as we pray together and try to make my prayer as I go through this as much as your prayer as possible because what all I'm doing is is using this prayer probably of David, although it doesn't say specifically of David. I'm using his prayer or whoever's prayer as our prayer. And the Spirit of God uses that as we make it our prayer to Him. Most High God, the one who rules over all the universe, every speck in this universe, every atom, every molecule, the smallest thing to the largest thing of every galaxy, you rule. You created it. You rule over it. There is nothing in heaven and earth that you do not rule over. You are king of the universe. You are the most high. Nothing threatens you. Nothing threatens your will. You are the most high ruler over all the universe. You are the almighty. You control everything. And so I dwell in the shelter of knowing that. I dwell in the shelter of coming before you because you are the Most High and I take shelter in you, Most High God. I abide in your shadow. I abide in your presence. Your overshadowing presence over everything in my life, over every detail in my life, I abide there. I dwell there. I dwell there in you as my shelter. You as my shadow of safety. I say to the I am, I say to Yahweh, I say to He is, I say to the I am, You are my refuge, my safety, my protection, my place where I go, where I find salvation, rescue, healing, my refuge, and my fortress. You, Almighty God, Most High, the I Am, the Infinite One who is always in the present tense and always in my present tense. You are present in my present tense as my refuge. You are present in my present tense as my fortress. You are present in my present tense as my shelter, the shadow of safety. 
because you are my God, not just God of the universe, but you have committed yourself to me as my God. Jesus says I could call you my father. My father in heaven, my father who oversees all, my father the most high, my father the almighty, my father the I am, my father my refuge, my fortress. You are my God in whom I trust. I trust in you. You are the God in whom I trust. I rely on you. I believe your word is true. I believe every word of it. Not that I would take poetry literally. That would be wrong. It would, I take it poetically, a poetic truth. And I believe every word of it. I rely on you. I rely on your word. I rely on you today. I rely on you and all the things that bring me anxiety. I rely on you and all the things that I worry about. I rely on you and all the things that make my shoulders tense. My stomach muscles tense, angst. I rely on you. You are my shadow of safety. You are my shelter. I dwell with you. I dwell in you. I take refuge in you. I abide in you. You are my fortress. You are my God in whom I trust. And I rest. I rest. I rest. I let go. I cease striving and know that you are God. I'm going to be still and rest and know that you are God. You are the Most High. Nothing threatens you. Nothing threatens your will. Nothing steals from you. You are the Almighty. Over everything in my life, you are the Most High and the Almighty over every circumstance in my life. Every conflict in my life, I can rest, I can trust, I can rely, I don't have to fight. I trust your will. I trust your Holy Spirit to work. I abide in you, Jesus, as my vine. You are the one who gives me life. And I obey your word because I trust your word. I trust your will. I trust your will for me. I trust every part of your will for me. It's hard to say, and I don't quite know what I fully am saying, but I want to say it with full faith. I trust your will for me. I know there's voices in the back of my mind that says I can't. I don't believe those voices. I believe you. I don't trust those voices. I trust you. I don't want those voices to be my God. You're my God in whom I trust. I follow you as my king because you're the most high. There is no other king. There is no other almighty. In the end, only you stand and I stand if I stand with you. And so I take shelter in you. I dwell in your shelter as the most high. I abide in your shadow of safety as the almighty. I will say to the I am, you're my refuge. You're my refuge. You're my fortress. You're my fortress. You're my God. You're my God in whom I trust. Your faithfulness is my shield. Your faithfulness is my fortress. And I pray in Jesus' name, my refuge, Jesus' name, my fortress, Jesus' name, my shield, 
Jesus' name, the wall around which I stand behind in safety, dwell in safety. Jesus' name, in whom I trust. Amen. Thanks for listening to A Bigger Life, a podcast of The Crossing, a church in Columbia, Missouri. If you enjoyed this episode, please subscribe and give it a rating so people can find this content more easily or consider texting it to a friend or posting it on social media. Thanks for listening.